Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one floating pilfered turkey at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 208, which starts with Pippin spying said roasted bird and ends with Mary saying exactly as he puts his pipe in his mouth. Oh, you missed an opportunity for some alliteration. It is some pilfered poultry. <laughs> But it is specifically a turkey. It right? is specifically a turkey. They, they call like, it out in the commentary. They like say, they're like, this is a little turkey. Isn't it beautiful? It's a turkey filled with polyurethane. So Yeah, a cooked pre- turkey wouldn't float. Not No, it would not. Definitely not. It would sink. Like, raw turkey doesn't even float. Does uh, it? Yeah, well, raw turkey will float. But once it's cooked, I do not think it will very well. Are you sure? I've never cooked, like, a whole turkey in brine or anything. Yeah, turkey floats. Huh. At least raw turkey does. But cooked meat doesn't float. Right. At least not to my knowledge. Right. I would hope not. It's too dense. Yeah, you made soup before. You know. Like cooked meat kind of floats. Not really. In a thick roux, Not perhaps. in water. Not in water, no. Gets tossed about by the boiling. So. 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 Mary Pippin. So yesterday, I had a question. Right. Which is that, why is this storeroom so far outside the, the building? Why is it way the hell over here on the edge of Isengard? I think it's his overflow room. I guess. But. But there's some nice stuff in here. Yeah. Why would you keep it close? Because there's nicer stuff in the tower. Keep it secret. Keep, Keep it, it safe. safe. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but when it's way out here, you run the risk of some orc finding it. But like, some orc's gonna eat your turkey, when Solomon. I, when I was watching this, it reminded me of, um, like a video game or like a D and D campaign. Like you, you, you beat the boss and you level up, and then you just have loot. Like you loot the room. You just find treasure. And like, this is the most valuable thing to these hobbits. These two little barrels of... It's just a, a room full of food. Of food and weed. Tobacco? Pipe weed. It's never called tobacco. Yeah, it's... Pipe weed. <laughs> okay. It's never called tobacco. They call it pipe weed. And other, other, other peoples in Middle Earth call it Westman's weed. It's like one of the things it's called by the, I think, by the men of Gondor. Okay. And there's other, other names like that. That, that it has. It's never called tobacco. Long bottom leaf. So why was Saruman so, like, hard on Gandalf for, for like... For smoking weed! <laughs> when he himself has not one, but two barrels in his supposed overflow room. Just stashed away. He probably has more in his actual tower. Um, in the, in the commentary, Peter Jackson goes off a little bit on this. He's just like, no, he, he wants... He once gave Gandalf a little bit of guff for his his actions, his smoking of the pipe weed, but he, he became jealous of Gandalf's liberalism and eventually started smoking it himself. What? It's just like, what are you, 
What are you getting at there, Peter? That's funny. He didn't want to be judged for being a hypocrite, so he stashed it away. Don't be an asshole in the first place. I know that's difficult for you, Saruman, the many-colored, but, like, chill. No, he can't, he's, he's decidedly unchill. <laughs> he's not chill. I like, well, I like that they find, like, a decanter of wine. Maybe he's just, maybe this is his, like, I'm going to, to um, oversee the troops, like, stash. This is his picnic hut. His picnic hut? Yeah, because, like... He's got some wine. Why would he have wine in a decanter in his storeroom? That's my question. Because it should be in a keg. I don't care. Or not even a keg, like bottles in your cellar. No, it's in a decanter. There's a whole row. There's cooked food in this room. Yeah. There's there's cabbages. Or maybe Saruman has a magic spell on this, this hut, and it's actually a refrigerator. Or at the very least, preserving the food. Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen him use um, magic to mo- manipulate snow. That tracks, I guess. This is a refrigerator room. Yeah. This is the... Gandalf has fire, and he has ice, and together, they're Game of Thrones. <laughs> they will sing a song of ice and fire. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I don't... I think... I don't know. Picnic hut? Refrigerator? Party hut. Party, Party room? Wine? Weed? <laughs> it's gonna go have a party. <laughs> it's got a roast turkey and a whole bunch of stuff to snack on. Yeah, that's true. He just hangs out in this room, gets high, and then just eats a bunch of stuff. You think he like writes in his spell book? He's Dear just, diary. No, he's just hotboxing Today himself I in his walking fridge. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's up on top of the tower. Ha! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> He'll never get down from there. What's he going to do? Call a bird? Right. What's ah, he going to do? Hilarious. Talk, talk to a moth? I don't even know what that means. I don't know why I would write that. <laughs> Whatever. He's a nerd. But yeah, Mary and Pippin are just so excited. I lo- They don't realize they've walked into a storeroom right, right away. Until they do. And then it's just like, heck yes. Pippin's just like, oh, turkey. Oh, floating basket of apples. Hey, that'll hold the turkey. Oh, whatever this thing is that I pick up out of frame and put in the basket and you can't see. Mm-hmm. Oh, more stuff. And then they both kind of look up at the same time and just, a storeroom. <laughs> What's that? It can't be. Because it's not a root cellar. No, because it's at ground level. Right. So. So, like, what is this? Why is this room here? It is here. For loot. It's just here as a, as a plot device. It's for loot. I've never really questioned why this storeroom is so far outside the Why are the there keep. multiple chests inside the dungeon, Norman? It's so the players can get cool weapons and or advance in the, into the game. In the case of Merry and Pippin, they get to restock their inventory of right. food. This is what's important to them. Supplies. It wouldn't be gold. This, this is, I mean, I'm sure that's important to them too, but like, at the moment, this is what they need. Right. You know, Pippin is starving. I'm sure that's a, a hyperbole, but... Yeah, I'm sure Pippin isn't literally starving. And here's something that I just thought of as well. The Entraft thing. We were talking about their heights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They grew a lot. So does that make him super hungry? Maybe, but he actually what I'm thinking is the reason that they don't look significantly taller than Frodo and Sam at the end of the movie, at the end of uh, Return of the King, is that 
Maybe we're supposed to take this moment of Mary measuring himself with Pippin as their heights have returned to normal. Like it doesn't permanently affect them in the world of the movie the way it does in the book. I just assumed that, ha, it evened out. I'm tall still. I'm taller than you. That's what matters. Right, but why would he be taller than him unless he kept growing, which we do not see? I don't know. So that way, like I was just thinking about that, it kind of makes more sense to me that their height has normalized because they haven't continued to have entraft. They're no longer, they no longer have any. But they didn't shrink. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just trying to square this with the last scene of the movie that we see all four of them lined up together. But they didn't shrink. That's for future Norman and future Cassandra. Hey, man. (laughs) Just trying to square this. Because we were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Just something I thought of. Is that a real big chicken or a real small turkey? I think it's a... I don't know. I think that's a reasonable-sized turkey. You think so? Yeah, man. Just think about how, how big it's going to look when it's a like six-year-old picks up a turkey. Foot, yeah, like as half, like as big as them. That's not as big as he is. It's like the size of his torso, not almost. Really? Yeah. I think it's a real small turkey. I don't know. That's, Probably a wild turkey. It's like a fifteen-pound bird. It's not a domesticated animal. Probably is a wild turkey. They're I mean, leaner. I, I can't imagine smaller. that anyone in Middle Earth has domesticated turkeys. Don't we see domesticated animals in Shire? Oxen, a pig. I don't know if we see. I don't, do we see. I think we I see someone we saw, milking a cow. Don't we see chickens? Chickens, yeah. They're big chickens. Chickens would be turkey size for hobbits. Yeah, but this is bigger than a chicken. Yeah. Do you think like? And they call it a turkey in the commentary. Dude, like a domesticated turkey and a hobbit are like the same size. They're not the same size. Like, think about that. Like a, a turkey could like charge at a hobbit and the hobbit would have like bad even worse odds. a goose no <laughs> like that makes the question would oh you rather fight God. a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses is even worse for a hobbit i mean a hundred duck-sized horses would still be terrible you always go hundred duck-sized horses because horses don't want to kill you horses aren't particularly good at fighting but they are very good at kicking yeah but they're tiny I don't know, man. There's a hundred of them. It's like, I think I'd rather fight the horse-sized duck. That's like, 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 I don't know. The if if the Barbie horses came to life. Uh, no, what? Yeah, those are way smaller than ducks. No, what? What the heck kind of ducks are you talking about? Ducks are like bigger than cats. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Some ducks, maybe. I mean, the way I've always imagined that question is like with well, a fairly large duck. I don't. I'd you rather fight the one horse-sized average, duck. Average, average. I only if I fight the one horse-sized duck, I've only got to worry about it. Doesn't have any claws. Horses don't want to kill you. You got to worry about the one bill. Why would you be fighting them? You would be rounding them up and making so much money because you have a tiny horse farm I think now. The, the question presupposes <laughs> that they are aggressive and a fight is going to occur. But they're so small. You just stick them in a child's playpen. So this would be so much worse. You for a corral hobbit. them for the winter. Every like. animal is so much closer to a hobbit's size. This is so much worse for a hobbit. <laughs> Seriously, though, if I had like even cat-sized horses, I would make so much money. Look at all my cat-sized horses. Look at all my cat-sized horses. Now you can buy your child a pony. Like <laughs> it'll still poop inside, though. I will make so much money. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think shrink the, ray. I can't remember if we see we. I think we see shots of a handful of domesticated animals in in Edoras when they're evacuating. But I think the bulk of the domesticated animals we see are back during concerning hobbits. Yeah. Which was 410 minutes ago, guys. Almost. Yes. Many minutes. Over 410, about 410 minutes ago. Yes. Yes. It's right after the prologue. Right. Yeah, like 400 minutes ago, give or take. Yeah. It's been a long time ago since we've seen, like, some guy milking a cow. A hobbit plowing his field with an ox. Dude, like, how do hobbits even domesticate some of these things? How do they take care of an ox? They're small. They're like baby ox. No, no, it's full-sized ox. Oh, I don't know. They have help. Maybe they got them from Bree. I don't know, man. I'm just now thinking about this. Like, there's not smaller-sized versions of all the animals in Middle-earth in the Shire. It's just that would that, be sick. It's just that hobbits are small. That would so, be like, so cool. When they have a domesticated cow. Oh, my God, cow, it's like a petting zoo. When a hobbit has a cow. Yeah, cows are big. Think about how much bigger a cow is than you. Now, if you're Frodo Baggins, how much bigger than you is a cow? It's it's twice your height. Easily. Like, that's a big freaking animal. I would assume that they... Don't even get me started on a donkey. I... Donkeys... How dangerous of an endeavor that might donkeys be. Donkeys are nice. I would assume that the men of Bree are in trade with the Shire as far as that goes. They can just, like trade their vegetables and their weed for, like, a cow. Yeah, but then, like, taking care of a cow seems like such a Herculean task for a hobbit. Because it's such a large animal to them. We take care of elephants. Yeah. That's like us taking care of a cow if we're hobbit size. Yeah, and it's a lot of work to take care of an elephant. Yeah, that's why you have, like, several children. That's why you have a big family. To work your farm. Like Mrs. Bracegirdle. That's her name, Brace Girdle. <laughs> I remembered a week later. <laughs> That's why you have, like, your friends and your siblings and your children help you out on your family farm. Yeah, but, like, when you're, if you're plowing your why, field. Why would you be doing that by yourself? But if you're plowing your field with your pair of oxen and you're only three and a half feet tall. Right. And these oxen decide to just charge off. What does a hobbit do when a bull decides to rage? Why would they just charge off? Because sometimes animals just freak out for th- for no apparent reason. Maybe they have a really high handle animal skill. Maybe they're just really good at it. But still, like, what does a hobbit do if a bull decides it's going to break the fence? I guess that that hobbit's dead. That's a catastrophe. That is just that is that is a town ending catastrophe I don't for know, hobbits. What like a bull breaks a fence, a single fence? Like a bull starts freaking out. Or, like, heaven forbid a bear comes into town near a hobbit. Is, where the hell is a bear going to come from? There are forests and hills. I don't think bears live in that forest. Uh, they might. I don't, you don't think know. so. I think all the dwarves wrestled them. <laughs> they wrestled the bears. Yeah. I'm just trying to think about, like, the environment around the I Shire. Feel, I feel like Bayorn has adopted like, all the bears. Like, and, and they're all you, living together in his cabin. Can you imagine seeing a moose as a hobbit? No, that's why there's no moose in it's England. Like, oh my god, what is that? Are there no bears in England? There's bears in Europe. Yeah, but not England. This is supposed to be rural England. Middle Earth is connected to an incredibly large landmass. This is not just the creatures that we would find in England. I don't think that there are any bears in this forest. 
There Maybe are, Fangorn. I would 100% say there are bears there are in bears. Mirkwood. This is the same like there environment. There are no bears band. in Mirkwood. Yes, there are. There's definitely bears in Mirkwood. Since when? Bayorn lives on the edge of Mirkwood. There's bears. There's That's gotta be. That's not a bear. That's a Bayorn. <laughs> There's gotta be bears. That's a man bear. <laughs> I'm not getting hung up on like what animals might live in the environments around the Shire and just like that is a big animal. Like like the magical eagles are gigantic, but like. Right. Just a regular eagle oh to my a God. hobbit. Can you ma- You're like walking. No, I'm not going to finish. You're just like, you got your baby in a stroller. That's what I was going to say. And an eagle's just like, and carries it away. And as a hobbit, there's I'm, nothing you I'm, can do about I'm this. I'm so glad that. That's you- why they live underground. <laughs> I'm so glad that you continued that story for me. Because I was like, oh no, that's too horrible. And oh, nope, here we go. <laughs> That's why they live underground, so they can avoid flying predators. That's, That's true. They are like little burrowing animals. God. So they can avoid eagles. Even even a barn owl is a significant threat to something the size of a, <laughs> of a hobbit. God. Just a couple of neighborhood owls. Just like, oh, they took young Brace Girdle. Like, uh, oh, no. That's why she's so busy. Oh, no. She keeps losing kids to the owls. They took little Jimmy. There he goes. <laughs> That's why they live in the That's why they live in the ground to That's avoid so bad. eagles and owls and bears and other large <laughs> creatures that can't get into their little holes. Why are we But now they've become civilized enough that they have weapons and they can why? keep the animals away. Why are we still talking about this? Because now I'm just like stuck on the shot <laughs> as like in, in general. Oh my god. <laughs> they started living in the ground to avoid natural predators. <laughs> to avoid large animals and flying things that could easily take them away. Oh my god. <laughs> but then they figured out how to make swords and bows and arrows and spears. Now they fear not the owls next door. Now they domesticate the animals. <laughs> yes. Now they have domesticated several of these creatures. Oh, they have tamed the wild. They teamed up with the dwarves and eradicated every bear in the four farthings. <laughs> I don't think there were bears there to begin with, but okay. I think there might have been. I don't think so. The right kind of climate for bears. I guess. Forests, small animals, uh, the namely hobbits. The elevation is not high enough. I don't know about that. We're relatively close to sea level where we are, and there's bears around here. Oh. Yeah, but we live in, like, the middle of nowhere, so. Yeah. But, I mean, there are bears. There are bears everywhere in the continental U.S. I guess. Like, and, I mean, that's as far south as, like, there's bears as far south as Georgia. Are there really? Yes. Huh. All right. Black bears live all over the country. God, now I'm thinking about, like, a bear wrestling an alligator, and it's pretty freaking sweet. Anyway, so. Like, I mean, there's, we... there's bears all over the Appalachian Trail. Do we have anything else to say about this minute? Just like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Mary and Pippin are just pumped. They're just like, yes. Yeah, they leveled up. Oh, man. We just we just beat a wizard. We got that sweet XP. We let's got just, that sweet, sweet loot. Let's just, like, get high and eat. Like, that's, that's the only thing on their minds at the moment. <laughs> we just wrecked this guy's castle. Let's just get high on his on his stash. Eat his food. His stolen food tastes better. Right. I'm, I would not eat that turkey, though. Yeah, no, I would not eat a turkey that was floating in brackish in damn water. water. Like, 
It's like you don't know what was in that water. Oh, this, is, this is this actually not... you literally know what was in that water because it this... just swept away a bunch of orcs and they died. <laughs> yeah, so you know, there's there's blood and and sweat and dead bodies just Ew. floating in this, and like, but it's not like it's not like when a dam like a dam that's holding back a reservoir for a city breaks where it's like. Oh, that's all chlorinated, treated water. That was drinkable. That's great. No, this is just a natural river. Where do you think they get their water from, though? They just drink it out of the water? Or the, the, the river? Yeah, I guess. But, like, this is also now poisoned by all the industry of Saruman from down below. Yeah, that's true. Don't eat that turkey. It'll probably start glowing. It'll turn you into an Urukai. You don't want that. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's down here. You'll get a third eye or it's some It's Urukai food. This is all Urukai food. Maybe he poisoned it. I don't know, man. I well, just... no, because they're eating it and it's fine. The salted pork is just... particularly good. <laughs> There's salted pork in that room. <laughs> that makes sense, though, because that you salt meat to keep it longer. Yeah. Gimli's so mad. The turkey. The turkey, though. Like... <laughs> it's just... This look. This turkey looks like it was just sitting on a platter when it got swept into the water. Was he having a garden party? Like, was there a table in that room that like just swept away, and it was a set-up dinner in there? Yeah. He was just like, I'm gonna go have dinner later. I think it's his picnic hut. He's just like, bring it. He's like, uh, prepare the food. Bring, bring it to it the over, grounds. Bring it to the grounds. Just uh, over there in the storeroom, you know. Set I up believe a dinner. that before all the the mines and stuff, because the the park. Of Rosen, of, of, of Rosen, of Isengard looked pretty. Right, it looked like Central Park. With the trees and the, the sloping lawns and stuff. Yeah, and all the... Rich people stuff. The nice paths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is what just once a seat of great power for the kingdom of, kingdom of Numenor, so... And Saruman ruined it. Picnic hut, picnic hut. Uh, uh, okay. He has dinners with uh, Wormtongue here. <laughs> Just like romantic candle at dinners. Just away from all the men so that they don't judge him. <laughs> so the orcs don't give him crap. That's why that decanter of wine's half full. That's <laughs> left over from dinner last Just night. Just in the water because it sunk. There's like a nice candelabra. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we're from the website duelinggenre.com. And before I pimp all the other Movies by Minutes podcasts, which you should probably have check- checked out already. Uh, considering how many episodes in we are to this show. And every Wednesday we list them off. Yes. Well, not all of them. But uh, we're going to be recording our wrap-up week for Two Towers very soon, and we would like to hear from you guys. So send us an email. Uh, tweet us. Uh, we have Facebook page and the listener group, all of which you can find on the website. But uh, send us a, a question or a topic or... Whatever you want us to talk about during the credits, when we're supposed to be talking about the credits, because uh, <laughs> we're gonna do um, we're gonna do what we did last time and do five episodes of wrap up for this movie instead of doing uh, six weeks of just looking at names, right? Um, and then we will decide what we will do uh, for Return of the King a long way away from now. So do that um, and. Before Saturday of, like, the, the what's that day? The 24th? The Saturday after this this episode airs. Um, do that before then, and we will give you a shout-out on the episode. And that's fun. Everyone likes a good shout-out. Right. Who doesn't like to hear their name said by something they're listening to, I guess? People that you listen to in your car. Or right. your office. 
or your whatever. We appreciate you, and we would like to hear from you. So if you have a question or want us to talk about something that we haven't covered somehow uh, yet for Two Towers specifically, um, do that. That'd be nice. And while you're checking out the contact info on the site, also check out some of the other Movies by Minutes podcasts. They're all there in the pretty little tab uh, right at your fingertips. Um, Cornetto Minute's going to be coming back very, very soon. And I'm excited because you're covering my favorite of those three movies with Hot Fuzz. And I think we're going to be guesting on that the same week we're going to be doing our wrap-up thing. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, just kind of lined up like that, I think. Yeah, so look out for that and check out the other podcasts as well. And we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 209. Bye. Bye.